Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode number 186 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couch Town Coffee. Couch Town Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. All you have to do is go to CouchTownCoffee.com, find a coffee you like, let them know how you want it roasted, and they will roast coffee for you fresh and ship it to your house, and all you have to do is grind it up and enjoy it. I drink Couch Town Coffee pretty much every morning. There's actually a cup right next to me right now. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, go to Couch Town Coffee, find a coffee you like, make an order, and when you do, let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they'll give you 20% off. Why? Because Couchtown Coffee is that awesome. Thanks, Couchtown. This week, I'm sitting down with James Tyler and Ethan Kane, collectively known as Late Street. Late Street. Uh, they've been on the podcast before. I was interviewing James Tyler, and Ethan just kind of swung by and, and popped in, and we talked with him too. And I figured they got a lot of stuff going on. They always have a lot of stuff going on. But right now they have particularly more stuff going on than uh, than they usually do. They got a tour coming up. I mean, they got all sorts of crazy stuff we're letting out in this podcast episode. Uh, they had a, a single come out recently. They got a new album coming out that's kind of like a triple album. They've got more music videos planned in the works. They, they talk about all the stuff they've got coming up. If you thought they were busy before, check it out. They have just, they're they're going nuts out there and I love it. I love it. Uh, this is a fun episode. I did edit it just a tiny bit, but if you hop over to the Patreon channel and uh, watch it over there, it's unedited, and uh, it's only edited slightly, but still, there's a there's a bunch of fun stuff going on in this episode. The video aids to the hilarity of everything. If you guys kind of don't know what's going on, and uh, if you're looking for video versions of this, you can actually go over to the Late Street channel on YouTube, and I know they've got video of this that they shot uh, on the side. So I know they're going to chop up clips and do all sorts of good stuff with it. So hit up their YouTube channel, check it out, or maybe go to their Facebook page. All the links are down below. Uh, but we'll get into that in the end of the episode. So I hope this uh, hope this one is as enjoyable for you guys as it is for me. Uh, I had a hoot sitting down talking with these guys. They're so fun and so enjoyable to be around. Uh, this is episode 186 with Late Street, James Tyler, Ethan Kane. It's the Audible Farm Podcast, with your host, Peter Stockdale. Sitting down today with uh, James Tyler, Ethan Kane. How uh, we doing? Collectively known as Late Street. Thank you, man. Thank you. I am James Tyler. I, uh, I am Ethan Kane. Yo, yeah. Late Street. I'll tell you what, I've had a, I had an interview with you here before, yes. and you just showed up, yeah. I mean, well you live here, so yeah. it's just kind of like, oh cool, and I got this like bonus thing going on, and now we're getting both of you together at the same time. You guys recently released a single, Plug Knock, and that had a music video with it, I believe. Yes, it had, yes. I mean, your promotion for that was absolutely insane there was videos still photos you name it you guys were going nuts with it and uh thank you thank you thank you uh yeah i think ethan said we try we try no and i'm gonna reiterate on that no thank you very much yes we did release a new single plug knock uh it's available everywhere uh, right now go get it wherever you want it spotify apple music youtube 
it doesn't matter where you want it. It's there. Uh, share it in your TikToks and your reels too. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, no. Um, the thing about that though, it's funny that you say that because I will, you know, I'm just go ahead and be candid. Yeah. I will say that I looked at him and I go, like, it was like three days before the drop, right? I said, we didn't do near the prior release campaign that we usually do. <laughs> and I'm looking at him stressed out, you know what I mean? I'm stressing it. I'm going, we didn't do near the amount of promotion that we usually do as far as pre-saves and just the whole campaign. And um, little do you know, I mean, Havoc being the magician that he is, shout out to Havoc the Attic being our videographer, um, and just, the, I guess, as you perceived it, you know what I mean? Someone who follows and someone who stays in the loop. Apparently we did our job because not only did it do what it should have, it did, it did, it did beyond the numbers we thought it was going to do. Our average before this was like 500 first 24 hours. We did, was it a thousand views the first 24 hours? Yeah, was, was, and, and then it was... It was probably over a thousand, but it was like two thousand twenty five hundred within the first week, and that's not a whole lot. But for us here in Fort Dodge, Iowa, that's a substantial amount to get the first twenty four hours yeah. first week of a release. And for the amount of promo that we thought we put into it, compared to you know what we thought the expectation would be, we were more than happy with. And and basically beyond that, just saying thank you guys for tuning in and checking out Plug Knock and, and rocking with the shit. Because if you fuck with Plug Knock, the new Lay Street album is gonna be. Insane. insane for you i'm gonna let ethan speak a little more on that the first the lay street album well where mine starts out is that where we want to jump into is, is no, that no just go we're just going oh. off the plug knock here. oh yeah plug knock awesome yeah when we went down to des moines to shoot it man that was crazy we played a show the night before so we were all drained out we were all tired uh was that the lefty the show yeah yeah sh- yeah talking about shooting plug knock okay yeah and uh then we went on. We would. We, what did we go to the the parking ramp first? Uh, well, you want to talk about shooting? You can talk about shooting the video. Um, let's just start with yes. We played a show. We played a show. Uh, what show it was? I'm not too sure. We played a lot of shows. I'm a little blurry on what show it. I'm assuming exactly it was a lefty show. It was definitely a lefty show. Thank you for just bringing it back to the basis. It was definitely a lefty show. Des Moines, Iowa University. Shout out Eric, uh, University Ave. Lefty's live music. It was definitely there. And then we decided to get a hotel because we knew we were going to be shooting the video this night. And it started with shooting that night after the show at the hotel room. And we had uh, True Eddie with uh, his his conglomerates to come through and, and participate in the video. So there's some cameos within that visual you'll get to check out. Um, but yeah, so after after that night, which I guess didn't end for some, I know Ethan got some uh, good sleep. And then you know, I actually got I actually got a couple hours out of the night surprisingly, but the rest of the uh, crew for that night didn't get any sleep. So then from the morning we went into the parking structure. You go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Yeah. 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 You got us walking up like, what was it? Twelve stories. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't twelve it was stories. stories. It was. It, like it, it, was it was like seven. Yeah. It was like seven <laughs> stories, man. Yeah. It was, but. Uh, got us walking up this crazy parking ramp in the middle of Des Moines. Hungover. Hungover. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we finally make it there, up to the top, and it's like perfect. And it was perfect. There's a little bit of snow. No one, no one's footprints yet. As they've seen. Yeah, know, yeah. Been, it was tight. Shots for epic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then we go. We, we went all over Des Moines. Where, where else we go? We go into that bio duck, uh, under we that went bridge. To the community center. Tell yeah, the community, oh, the community center where all the graffiti was under the bridge. That was yeah, tight. So the bridge right next to uh, the bridge right off Fleur. Off Fleur? 
Get out of here, Mr. Mike Man. Yeah, on the bridge. I already did. Right off Fleur there. Right off Fleur. The community center. The community center. Yes, yes. Yeah. They actually didn't have anything to do with it because we could not get a hold of them. So they actually didn't have anything to do with it because we could not get a hold of them. But right off where their community center is. No, I mean right off where the community center is, they have the uh, the bridge there, right out da- right out of downtown, right off of Fleur, and they have a bunch of graffiti and stuff. So I, I was I knew that was an area where I wanted to hit a spot for this uh, this video for the visual, and little did we know that when we pulled up to the community center behind the gated fence that we could have easily got into, but we hesitated because we didn't have the rights and we couldn't get a hold of the community center. But they had a perfect mural done up for whatever occasion they had prior that was perfect towards a late street vibe, and it was down a city block, and it was on the stage where we could have sat perfect. Either way, without getting too deep, we <laughs> we wanted to reach out. So the, the, the Des Moines Youth Community Center, you know what I'm saying, if for some reason you lay eyes on the Audible Farm podcast, we would love to do some work and come out and, and you know what I'm saying, talk to some kids and, you know, and in and, and doing some work because we definitely have been in the graffiti yard since day one and that's been a part of what we're about. Either way, we found that area, got the most out of it that we could, and, and you know, that's Plug Knock for sure. Yeah, that's, that's Plug Knock. We'll wrap that up. Yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, like, like it's, we're talking about all the promotion you guys did for that and how you thought you didn't do very much. But I guess, like you said, like me being somebody that I guess on social media, that's pretty much all I ever see is what people post to promote whatever's going on. And sometimes it's just like, oh, you put an album out? I didn't know that, you know, yeah. like, but like with you guys, you definitely know. And so I'm not trying to say compared to everyone else in the scene that I see, you're doing a very good job because I don't want to put anyone down. But at the same time, I feel like your guys is... Uh, are pretty much head and shoulders above the rest when it comes to promoting your stuff before it comes out. So, well, like yeah, we we go from a, a pretty strict background on like and uh, how we promote and what we do with uh, the schedule and how we do it. You know, we have like many different releases all the time. Everything's pre-released already through the system. We've got, you know, we try to have, stay like months ahead of ourselves. And just so we have a, a backline of what we're doing and we know what we're doing and where to promote it at, how to promote it, you know, on everything. Tyler's constantly making videos and reels and all this random stuff, catching me <laughs> doing stupid shit. He's like, oh, man, this one was great. All you said was, what was it? Fuck a reel. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was like, bam, blew up, making crazy videos. But, yeah, all the time this dude's always always constantly working the mastermind. Uh yeah, we just know. Here, you want to jump back in? Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, let me tell you No, yeah, no. Um, see, the thing is... We should just like, hold it like this together. Not, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> not to get too deep into it, but uh, it's. I understand that the algorithm works a certain way. Yep. And once you understand each platform it works under a certain circumstance towards that algorithm, it helps a little bit. Uh, I know that, you know, Facebook, like you said, before you know it, someone's got something that they did, and you don't hear about it till you know, after, way later yep. after the fact. Right. So the truth is, is if you follow something or, you know, so Facebook allows you to be a friend with somebody mm-hmm. or to like a certain uh, platform, if you will, late street music, uh, they, they are audible farm podcast. They allow you to like something, but there's also a choice to follow it. Mm-hmm. So when you follow it and you click that extra follow button, it allows you to get that post instantly the day of within the minutes that you're, you know, checking your news feed, you'll get it. But there's also the ones who don't follow it but like it. Mm-hmm. They get it like a day or two, maybe even three days later. They'll get that post, 
And knowing that helps to where it's like, so I look at it like this, what, based off what you said is, I'll make a post on Tuesday and, you know, we'll, we'll make a post on Tuesday and we'll synchronize it and we'll make sure we share it and we'll share it to these group pages and so on and so forth. But then on, you say we did on Tuesday, on Thursday, you better make sure we did the same post with a different taste though, a different photo or a different, our different uh, um, setup, you know, a different setup. Yeah. So, and then, then from there, so those, those three day behind people. We'll get what they need off the first post, and then the ones who are instantly there will just never forget that something's about to happen when it's going to happen, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's the crazy thing is, like, the algorithm itself, like, actually changes and, like, how, what's out there. Like, you mentioned Reels. I mean, if you if you look it up, the last time that we were on the podcast, you were on the podcast, was literally, like, a year ago, and Reels weren't even, like really a thing i don't think you know so like there's like there's always things changing like if yeah right ethan's here no uh no you're absolutely right though uh when we did this about close to a year ago almost to an exact t um reels weren't a big thing like they are now Mm -hmm. to a sense where um to be honest the past year we've been working on getting our reels to a point where we can get paid off of them i have friends out here you know locally who get paid off their reels and and this is not a hate statement salute to y'all like do what you do we're out here just trying to get to a point where they reach out to us and say we want to start monetizing and paying you for your reels um but yeah i mean since we've talked last that's definitely been a high focus and i think it's an important thing now that i mean started with tiktok that's the whole scheme of tiktok is like a real format right Mm -hmm. uh now instagram facebook and everything else (laughs) now instagram facebook and everything else follows that algorithm or follows that standard of we can give you this kind of content on our platform. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's definitely important to, I mean, Instagram and Facebook, you can still synchronize. So when we post a reel on Instagram, we know that it's going through the Facebook circulation as well. And when you boost your ad campaigns, it's not just about your post anymore. It's about boosting your reel, you know, and it's somewhat of a story in a sense, depending on how you look at it. If you understand a reel or a story, you know, you can boost either one now and it's, you don't get the, you don't get the best of both worlds. You got to boost either one of, of the two and uh yeah so reels are definitely an important thing and they've changed a lot since the last time we meet for sure oh yeah yeah definitely so like let's let's change the gears here i mean <laughs> let's change gears here a little bit you guys got a, a new album coming out uh tr- like let's call it some sort of a trilogy album what are you guys going to call this uh as far as like it's not a double disc something something like they would call it's it. It's a triple disc, if you will. But before I explain like the, the all the detail parts, I'm going to let him just introduce the whole concept to this. Okay. Right, introduce the trilogy. So, so the trilogy is, is literally it is a three-piece album set with a solo album for me, Where the Street Begins. The middle album is The Intersection, and that's the late street album between both of us. And then Where the Street Ends is James's album at the end. And it's going to be a three-piece art set. So, like, you want, you'll have to get all three albums to complete the piece of art. Um, it's, like I said, my album is, is really, really crazy. And I'll, should I just jump into my the differences between all of it right now? Or? Yeah, you, you cover the bases? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's based off of... Uh, the Shel Silverstein book, uh, uh, what is it? Where the sidewalk ends. Yep. <clears throat> um, the art. Oh, what do we have? Are you looking for the book? Oh yeah, just run for it. <laughs> oh snap! Fuck my shit up. There's a chair. There's a chair. We're all good. That was a hop. Ah, this will be great footage. Hey. <laughs> don't jump over fucking. Uh, J- J- James Tyler. All right, 
Oh my gosh, this is like extra bonus for everybody yeah, watching yeah, on the Patreon. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. There you go. There it is. This Where is the sidewalk not ends. Get cut out. This is. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> this is staying on. This oh my god. Oh my gosh. For everyone, yeah. Everyone that's not James watching Tyler. this one, you're you're out of you, luck. You soon will be. Oh my god. Apparently, I felt like it was a good enough idea to get this book out right now to the point to yeah. allow my my equilibrium to be completely oh off balance. <laughs> I just fell on you, bro. Nice. <laughs> that's hilarious. As I hold this book up, while you tell them how I just fell on you and go back into your where the street begins. No, no, no. where the street begins. This is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. It's based right off here. of uh, sh- Shell Silverstein, <laughs> where the sidewalk ends. And uh, <laughs> it's the Intersection Trilogy, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes. Where the street begins. <laughs> uh, so my album... Uh, super crazy. The, the, the whole... That book on the table for <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is too hilarious. All right, all right. I love it. No, I love you good? It. I love it. Yeah, you back? I love it. We're good. We're good. All right. So, uh, <laughs> my, my my album starts off with kind of like a story, and it has like three. It's gonna have three videos that are gonna be along with it as well, and uh, but it, it's it's really diverse. That's also my very first album that I'm ever releasing. Uh, that I have released. I've released tons of solo songs uh, throughout the years. Bunch of different band stuff, but uh, this one's kind of going to be a a story through the journey of my my life and the things I'm doing right now and everything we're trying to reach for to jump off this cliff and you know jump into the industry and break through and and then the Late Street album is also a story. The whole thing is going to be a story told well, through. Before you bring in the, oh, one second. Why? One no, second. no, let me just one tell second. my stuff and then I know. you before can. Before you bring in the Late Street, though, you're about to go to the Late Street album. I don't want you to go there yet. My bad. Hold on. I don't want him to go to Lake Street album yet. I don't. <laughs> Let's hear I why. want him Let's... to go back into his solo album. I want you to go back into your solo, and I want you to emphasize even more on it because I feel like you skimmed through it way too quick, bro. I feel like you skimmed through it way too quick. It deserves way more. Not only is this his first first ever solo hip hop album, first solo album ever. This this dude grew up in bands. You know what I'm saying? He hip hop wasn't his, his where he started this music shit. This is his first solo album ever. Not only that, but it comes and stems from so much rooted, rooted deepness that's way beyond just the surface of Lay Street or what you may know or may not know us as. And I want him to touch a little bit more on that with songs like Goodnight Nightmares and Medusa and Flip a Coin. Flip a Coin specifically because you have heard that single. And if you have it, you need to look up that single on Ethan Kane's solo channel and Lay Street's channel. Once again, I want you to just kind of touch a little bit deeper on that because it's, it's, it's definitely needed. I wasn't gonna jump into the singles or nothing. All right, so talk about all the songs. Uh, That's the album, you know. Well, yeah. So the first, uh, the the first song is gonna be called "What You Need," and it's gonna be a real like heavy, heavier trap song where I come from. Like uh, the origins of hip hop, I I started listening to was like some uh, down south goody mob and like triple six mafia. And then, uh, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan, and then, like, Twista and Speed Not Mobsters, Do or Die, that type of stuff. So I always had a really unique flow, so I wanted to showcase that. And uh, I put that together, and that song goes off. It's it's heavy, heavy. And it starts with that song, and then it's going to come into that girl after uh, What You Need. And that song, it's about a, about a girl, you know, that everybody wants. And... Uh, you may not be able to get or maintain, but everybody sees it. Everyone chasing this girl, and uh, 
by the end of it, there's a song called Good Night Nightmare, and that's going to be the end of the three stories that'll kind of lead you into the whole other concept of where we're going to take the album visually and what we're trying to tell with our story. But uh, the Good Night Nightmare is, you know, kind of going through your day-to-day struggle, but then, you know, maybe at night you get into some nightmare stuff and you have these dreams or these ideas that are happening. Uh, and this is just like that song coming up going through your life and then waking up to seeing yeah just and waking up and then maybe the worst case scenario once you wake up in the morning like oh snap that really happened like wow is this where i want to be right or or did that actually happen you know or did that actually you know it's not not about is this where i want to be but uh you know it's pretty cool the the album also goes into some other stuff i i think i'm going to do something special with a, a little a little tasteful song that I created. I, I don't know exactly if I'm going to put that one. I'll probably put a couple on there, actually, now. Who knows? The The ideas are, are just keep flowing for that. Um, it's going to be an incredible story. It's been an incredible process making this making this album. Uh, you know, many, many long nights. Uh, vo- vodka <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, you know, many long nights of, of drinking vodka and Red Bulls, you know, chilling. Yeah, uh, making, yeah. making music, you know, yeah. shit. Yeah, Tyler, you're, you're just a stressful handful. I know, I see. Well, I mean, and I mean, like, that's something else to, like, touch on, though, because, like, you got to make music. You're not just sitting at home watching reruns of Seinfeld, which uh, that's like all I do. And you and I need to hash out some Seinfeld stuff here. Um, I love Seinfeld. I've actually discovered Seinfeld recently. I fell in love. I fell in love. It's, it's hard not to. <laughs> hard not to. I fell in love. No, I feel like I'm stressing Ethan Kane out here. Um, no, I see him over here. He's just explaining the albums. He's just scratching the bridge like, oh, shit, man. So, yeah, you guys got, like, this this trilogy album that's that's going to come out. And I, I feel like that as a concept on itself is is really awesome. And the whole, the whole fact that you are you are kind of leading from one story to the next to the culmination of the two kind of deal. So where where are we going after the Ethan Kane album? Yeah, so, I mean, as he, as he got into a little bit before I rudely interrupted him and told him to go deeper on his own, uh, is the Lay Street album, and I don't want to touch too much on the Lay Street album. So his album is Where the Street Begins. That is the title, uh, based off, as you know now, Shell Silverstein's Where the Sidewalk Ends. And then the middle album, Late Street's middle piece of the art of this trilogy, the second piece of this trilogy, is called The Intersection. Uh, the Intersection, I feel like, should be self-explanatory. Uh, us being Late Street, Deuce Block Clothing, Deuce Block on Late Street. The Intersection, I mean... To, to sum it up real quick before I get into where the street ends on my shit is the intersection is where we meet. It's the crossroads of where Ethan Kane and James Tyler come together to create Late Street as it exists, as a group, as, as, as an entity that is stronger than just an individual versus an individual. We take two separate human beings. We are not the same human being. And, and most on a typical level would say these two shouldn't even be motherfucking brothers as they are. You know what I mean? But... But here we are, defeating the odds and, and, and more connected with each other on a brotherhood level than a lot of a lot of people are even fortunate enough to get as a friendship in their life. You know what I mean? So that's the intersection. You know, so and then going from there is it's where the street ends. And that's my solo album. Um, and it, it's so important the way this is laid out as a story musically because of the way it's structured. 
and in the way that it's visually represented through the visual pieces of art that are going to be through music videos, through certain singles, and through the visual representation of the album artwork. I mean, it's one piece of art, and when you look below the surface, literally in the artwork, you will see certain things that are symbolic to certain songs and singles you'll find throughout this trilogy. And where the straight ends, on my end, is just kind of... I've had this vision since I was really, really fucking young, <laughs> really fucking young, and you know, really fucking young. And this album is kind of my representation of the feat that it's took. You know, it's it's always been kind of a back burner thing because society says go to school, get a degree go to college after high school, you know, do all these things. And, and then once we had kids, you know, I had kids really young, 18 years old, uh, 19 years old, you know, going to my first kid and I had my second kid by 20. And he followed, you know, very quickly in suit. Ethan Kane did with, with two kids, you know, so we basically we're both rocking two kids out here. We live life. We're going through it. And this music's just kind of always been this, you know, back burner to, to husband, to fatherhood, to uh, nine to five society sheep level shit, you know, and and for the first time ever, we're kind of out here for the past year. Decided to jump off the cliff, take, take jump off the cliff, take the leap of faith, if you will. And so where my album comes in is the well-rounded attribute of you get where the street begins with Ethan Kane and his first album. Not only is it a complete, absolute expression of of where he's at, where he comes from, and who Ethan Kane is, it happens to be the overall orientation of where we all come from, kind of coming from Fort Dodge and in, in, in these dirty Dodge realm existences and circumstances that we come from and then the lay street album being this crossroads of no matter where you come from no matter what your circumstance or what your environment is there's a will and a way to make it out of it and then my album kind of coming in and just where it's it's this is the leap of faith this is where you finally decide and this is where we finally decided at this chapter in our life and our career with this music shit that we're going to finally take this leap of faith take this jump off the cliff and and do a full-fledged leap head first into what this so-called music industry is as an independent artist and take that that realm by the horns and say you know we're gonna hone this we're gonna own it everything we say we're gonna do if we say it we're gonna do it we won't say it otherwise and this is our stamp of approval on that entire entity because we know how important it is from our community this northwestern Iowa region, you know what I mean? Humboldt County, Webster County, Fort Dodge shit. It's like no one's came from where we come from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So happened up here. Here, I'll just hold your hand. Uh, so from up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just hold it. You, you, you can just be my, my fucking mic hand, you know. Oh, uh, that's gold. You know, yeah, but speaking on that, it's like, you know, there's a lot of great music and musicians that come from this town uh, and around this area. And, you know, we all came from a crazy background. We've been doing music for a long time, been pushing it for a long time. And there's been bands that have come close out of this area. You know, looking back, like the Stumpletons, they came close. Yeah, you know, a lot of our influences, you know. B.O.B., uh, don't forget. Oh, yeah, B.O.B. Them back in the day. On the hip-hop level. Yeah, I for sure. A different realm, but yeah. I was talking about people who are actually like... Uh, Came came from this area that we we're like gonna get a deal type shit. That's what I'm. They weren't getting a deal. Well, wasn't yeah, they ain't getting a deal. You're just talking. You're just talking to talk. Let me talk. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, it's cool to finally be at a point now with us that we've put the work in, shown shown an example, put the you know the hours in, uh, played all the shows, doing everything that we're doing, making the videos, uh, stuff like this. You know, the media side of everything. You know, 
we're trying to really push this. This is more than just a, a hobby to us. Obviously, we do this. And so it would be a dream come true to be like, yeah, out of Fort Dodge. Yeah, these boys came from Fort Dodge, Iowa, and really did some shit. And be the first ones out here doing it from here. That would be awesome. Really awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's, trying to. it's not unheard of to get out there and actually get some sort of recognition. You know, like there, like you said, there are bands from around here that have gotten some form of recognition. Whether or not it's like getting signed or whatever. But I like, I remember Hold for Swank had a music video that was on MTV. Yep, and like yep. they, I believe, were also on like... Uh, Maybe like a Weezer tribute album or something they too. Did, they did some stuff. They did some, you know, did you know some so there's too. people out here doing yeah, stuff, definitely. you know. And it just, I guess it also kind of depends on how you want to measure it with the measuring stick, right. you know. What so. is the measuring stick for sure? Yep. It's a different era of the industry. It's a different era of the industry as well. So when the Hold for Swing was doing their thing, it was based on sales, album sales, shows, and how far that reach was extending. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, and I agree. It's, it's definitely based on. Uh, a measuring scale absolutely yeah yeah definitely super dope so what, what i mean like you guys obviously i heard you guys say you had videos prepared for this i've seen some of the artwork uh i mean there's all sorts of things you guys have in the works for this so it's is there anything you guys want to leak out there like do you have a video is there a video for like just you one for you and one for the whole thing or are we gonna have to wait and see yeah. what's going on here yeah or? for the upcoming yeah no yeah for the upcoming thing for the upcoming okay. thing yeah i'll have a three a, a three single of mine the first three songs of my album will have three videos that go along with it there will be more videos but the first three will be telling a story strictly like based on where we're gonna go with from my story to the late street album there'll be three songs there telling the story if not more telling the story in videos mapping out the story through through the journey you know and then into james's album where there'll be another three or more videos telling the story. And you'll see this whole thing. It'll be like a little mini movie. You know what I mean? Once you have all three things done. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of them. And then, you know, we want to do a vinyl thing. So when you have all three vinyls, whether you just collect vinyls or you listen to them or you put them on in, you know, uh, a, a case and hang them on a, on a wall, you'll have all three of them to create this really cool image of us jumping off the cliff. Shout out Seth Hogan. Uh, Huggins for Seth Huggins for uh, doing that for us. That was really awesome. He did an amazing job with the artwork. Um, what else? What else do we want? What else you got? Well, here. So I mean, yeah. On the solo tip, he also going a little bit before the uh, trilogy. If you do or don't know, Ethan Kane has Straight Outrageous, uh, his solo music video, and that's dropped on his Ethan Kane solo YouTube channel. And then, you know, myself, James, has all day as well on my solo YouTube channel. So, I mean, we definitely stay on the solo tip as far as that goes. But to go into the trilogy, I mean, he just explained all of it for sure on that note. Yeah, what we're going to do with, with what, some of the marketing plan we have for that. Yes. I mean, like, that's just, I think, one of the things that blows my mind is, like, not only are you spending time to what seems like, it seems like you guys are, like, every month, like, something comes out from you in, like, a big production sense. And it's like how do you have the time to like make that much music and just put it out there? And then you're like, Oh, in the background, we were also working on a trilogy album. And for that, there's going to be nine plus music videos. It's like, are you serious? Like, how do you have time for all this stuff? You know, to be honest, uh, to be we, honest, yes. And we haven't even gotten to the fact that you guys are, you're, we're setting up a tour. Yeah. We're, we're getting to this. You guys have a tour you're setting up for this. too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, so, I mean, to be honest, we don't have time um, <laughs> between dad life, uh, nine to five, 
and and this uh we don't have time there's no time yep uh you just got to make it happen like you know average about three to three hours of sleep three to four hours of sleep every night because you know shit's got to get done i get off at the nine to five and you know if, if i don't have my kids that day then it's straight to fucking work if i do have my kids and i put the work down to be a father you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but it's 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 a heavy balance and to hear you even say this big production scale of every release i just want you to know the appreciation that we take from that because we strive so hard to have a hint of professionalism or make 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 sure it seems like you guys understand we're out here trying to make moves and it, and it goes beyond the local reach everything we do um How's that intention? That we we prepare is, is how to answer that question is we prepare, you know, that whiteboard's bare because we tackled everything last year. So mm-hmm. we're, we're in the process of creating this year, which we're explaining right now. And we just have yet to write down. It's probably about time we do write it down. Well, cause Lacey's written down. Ethan Kane and James isn't. Like, well, that's already pretty much done. Now we, now we're just pretty much basing on the, after the tour albums are released, we're, we need to put that on the whiteboard. You know, we're, so, yeah, so, we've got next year. In the yep. Brain. Yep. Right. So basically, I mean, what it is now is, is last year, like he said, vaguely in the beginning of this is we spent a lot of time with some Red Bull and vodka in the studio and, and, and we made these albums. You know, we recorded these albums not knowing we were going to make these albums at the time. I had my album planned. My album was Where the Street Ends. That's what was going to happen. That was James Tyler's solo album. That was going to happen. As we started just recording and and a lot of 2021 just getting into it, it kind of just turned into like, well, wait a minute. We have have something going on here. This realm, this identity, this, this vision that we've been in lately. It's, co- it's, it's coexisting with each track onto the next, whether it's Lay Street, Ethan Kane, or James. And so that all kind of came together. But the way that makes it kind of easier is, is we're not coming up with this like South Park where it's week-to-week basis. This has kind of been planned out. So we may not have planned it all initially. The songs came together. We made, 2021, we made over 50 songs. Damn. Whether it was Lay Street, Ethan Kane, or James Tyler, well over 50, into the hundreds, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. That's wild. You know? And... and <laughs> we're dealing with some some technological issues for sure but uh we've made so many songs and so now it's just kind of been a plan of action so we we sat down we looked at each other and said what's our plan what's of action the what's the shitty one? we also made a clothing company last year and that, that took a lot of the the reins as far as concentration and where we where we hone our focus but this year was meant to be okay we're going to reimagine the platform of Duke spot clothing we're going to reiterate all those hubs and not only that but all this music we did last year and, and re-recorded we're going to now put into play and and have this kind of marketing campaign set out and ready to go so finding time just comes with preparation to answer your question long roundabout here yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's something else like it's tough it's tough to fight that burnout feeling too because you can do too much and then it, it becomes like it, it sucks because if you, if you do too much and i was just recently talking to somebody about this because i've i don't know everybody knows i didn't put out an episode last week so like i mean and you I, hold yourself accountable I, for I that do, one week yeah, though you know but, <laughs> but, but I, I just did so much and then it was just like the one day i had off it's like i'm just gonna sleep for 14 hours straight you know it's so, needed sometimes yeah you know, you know i mean it's it's tough you know so yeah, yeah self-care is a real thing you know uh maintaining your mental health maintaining yourself uh, that's a real thing, you know, and just taking time for yourself, taking time for your family, taking time to do your thing. Ex- experiences, in my hand, it's like experiences create the best music. So sometimes you need to be in a high angst or stressed out to make some good music. Sometimes you just need to be chilling and, and, and relaxed and vibing and, you know, 
take a couple of days off of everything and just find yourself again, find your center, and then jump back in, you know, and like, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your head, take care of your family, take care of everything around you, because, you know, that's what really is going to make everything better for everyone, make better for all of us, make better music, make better world, fuck. You know? <laughs> so how are you guys gonna i mean like we were talking earlier uh you guys have are setting up a tour how are you gonna fight this burnout while this tour is let's just talk about the tour at- no so the i before before i get right into that i'm gonna go back to the burnout for me um just because I, I mean i've never touched base on it like this before and that that and yeah that burnout <laughs> thing for me is super fucking real because you know this burnout thing is i i lose sleep over this music shit like how to campaign it, how to market it, and I've dove myself into this this business learning for the past, you know, working on a year now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm no fucking genius. I'm a student in training all day, but I've I've dove myself into it. And and like I said, you know, I get off the nine to five and I go right back into it, you know, for another eight hour shift, and you know, and work on minimal hours of sleep. The burnout level is real to the point that it wasn't until a little bit after the start of 2022 that I looked at Ethan and said, we have to adapt a schedule. First of all, Mondays are practice, Tuesdays are engineering, Wednesdays are sessions for other people, Thursdays are everything that has to be done within this monthly schedule. You know, like I needed some sort of schedule for myself so that, so that, so that, exactly to maintain and we knew what we were doing. And so that when the time around me being father is, is, is I don't have to worry about getting any deadline crunch schedule shit. I don't have to worry about taking my time away and, and just making sure everything week to week out. Cause I mean, I'm, I've never been diagnosed but I think Ethan will back me on this as well as I'm a, I'm a OCD motherfucker. Like, and I'm super controlling in a, in a sense that I, I work on every day, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, I work on it, but it's, but it's, it's, it's a needed fashion for, to get shit done. And it's also a needed fashion for Ethan Kane to be who he is going back to the intersection. Lay street is, you know, he's that free will spirit. Like, bro, it's going to be all right. Everything works out. And I'm like, well, if we don't work, it ain't going to get done. So, I mean, it definitely balances itself out. But I'm going to pass the mic to him in a second. But to go on to the next question, the tour, balancing all that, the tour is, I mean, we're excited. We're headlining our first tour this year in 2022 as Late Street. And, and we got 93 and Alive. First and foremost, shout out 93 and Alive, helping us out. Aaron, you the man, bro. Helped us book a lot of these spots. A lot of it's mainly focused on the Midwest. Because, I mean, to be honest, as a headlining tour, it's not like we have the serious grounds to go out on all these coasts and say we have a name for ourselves and expect it to come back. That ain't realistic, right? Mm-hmm. So this is our version of throwing darts and saying demographically and analytically through these are places around that we can hit. These are places that, that give us the streams. These are places that are hubs when it comes to our Spotify's, our, you know, our distribution that says, excuse me, these, our distribution that says, these are where people are listening. So we hit all these hubs, you know, and so we got about five stops locked in right now. It's the Off the Cliff Tour, and we're starting at the Freight Room in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's where we're starting off the tour, and that's June 23rd, and we'll be launching it then. It's going to go into July 1st. It's probably going to possibly go into July 2nd and 3rd, maybe into the 5th, and at the end, end of July, we're going to be doing some Colorado stops I can't say too much on, and then before we even launch a tour, we got a big, big, big announcement that I can't say too much on yet, Oh my gosh. but just get familiar <laughs> with Strange Music is all I'm going to say on that. So, I mean, balancing the tour and everything it is what it is and it's a struggle but it's necessary and and we love playing shows and it's what keeps everything alive and just know that we're going to be out here playing and doing everything we got to on the physical realm no matter what unless you hit that after that 
<laughs> the same response. Just or? all the other tour and bounce. Oh, yeah, so. That, that overload is what he was talking about. He's talking about the tour. Well, this is a tour in general. Yeah, that's where I'm at. The tour is exciting. The tour is something that I've wanted to do since I was a little kid uh, playing in bands. I thought this would be like, you know, I'm ready to go. Nikki six this whole Midwest real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like I am not fucking playing. I almost spit my. Uh, yeah, right I'm ready to go do some shit, man. I'm ready to go have a really good time at all these different venues. And uh, you know, if we sleep in a car, if we sleep in a hotel, you know, I'm ready to rock it out. Uh, it's like I said, it's something that we've been wanting to do. We want to hit the Midwest, really put a staple down for our our fans and the people that are around us. You know, that they can come to these shows and come to these shows and support. Because it's going to be well worth it. I'll make it entertaining, I swear to God. If not, I'll push him over, and then it will be entertaining. Be yeah, entertaining. We'll do it's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do something, man. Uh, but, yeah, the tour is exciting. Uh, like I said, it's something we've always wanted to do since we were kids. And, and especially together, we're like, yeah, dude, what's the tour going to be like together? We're going to do something crazy. We're going to skateboard <laughs> off a roof somewhere. Yeah, you know, who knows? Our, our parents are probably like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what are they what, yeah yeah <laughs> what are they gonna do next <laughs> for real we're the new like modern day jackass crew me and the homies we just do this so i'm assuming there's gonna be plenty of documenting going on on this yes yeah we're gonna we are definitely gonna be filming like everything uh we try to do all the vlogs all right Look, he's like so like there's going to be a lot of documentation, like videos, photographs. I'm sure, like, there's going to be the, your typical, like, social media reels and all the other stuff we can expect from you. Yes. But, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hoping to see some sort of, like, mini movie or something come out of this, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. Or we've got, we've done some vlog stuff. We're, like, we were down in Omaha on the first little mini tour we did. And we still have some stuff that we haven't even released yet because we're just slow when we have other stuff that we, yeah so many stuff uh but uh we're trying to do this whole vlog thing where like pretty much you can take these journeys with us you know and like starting out here in the in the house and loading up the car and then getting in the car and like so much fun stuff but yeah we'll we're, we're probably gonna have a mini movie after this tour after this tour that's what i'm saying like yo that yeah no the trilogy is gonna be a movie for sure like that's gonna be a movie in itself he's just talking about the tour he wants to see a movie no, like know, that yeah that's going to happen oh yeah some yeah. like home video yeah. thing we'll yes it'll be like it'll be like old school like cky videos like the old yeah, tapes yeah, yeah. it'll be a lot like that there'll be like pranks hopefully like tyler will be getting chased by the police and stuff and then i'll, I'll be hopefully like i'll be not. like i'll be like hiding i'll be like hiding in the hotel room with the window cracked like oh snap yeah no like yeah i'll be like filming like oh man you better run so fast and circle hot laps and then we'll just bail into the hotel room it'll be fine they'll never know which one it is you got this you're a ninja bro i believe in you <laughs> oh man it is fun it is fun getting to sit down and talk with both you guys because you have such a fun dynamic because like you said earlier you might be two different people but like you, you guys get along so well and it's just fun to hang out with both you guys because i mean the last time you were on the podcast it was i don't know maybe like a month later i ended up coming back over and just hanging out with you guys uh for a while um and you know that was just fun just to sit around and hem haw about stuff and we played like a tiny bit of music here yeah, you know yeah. like just a little bit but it was just, you know, we talked about stuff, and it's just fun to sit down and talk with you guys. You guys are so fun to sit down and, I don't know, you're just, you're just like funny dudes. You play off each other very, very well. Uh, <laughs> We're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. 
<laughs> yeah, 2002, we started hanging out like every day. It's Should been... I tell the knee pads story? <laughs> no, no, we're not going to get into that. We have other 20, stuff we have to talk about. 20 years, man. Yeah, 20 years of knee pads. Yeah, that's how it all started. crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely going to be like the dirt. <laughs> yeah, the tour is going to be like, it's going to be like the movie is probably going to be like the dirt. It's pretty, pretty exciting. I know that I'm Nikki Six in this whole town. <laughs> going to reiterate that one more time. Yeah, fucking right. We're doing some cool stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's another thing is like a tour, no matter how big or how small, you know, whether or not it's like, oh, I'm not hitting downtown, you know, so I'm hitting the suburbs. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, cause you guys still went through all the work to set all this stuff up. I had somebody recently on, um, you know, we were talking about going on tours and things like that. It's, I've never been on one, but like the amount of work it takes for you to sit down and just be like, these are the places that, that listen to us the most. So they're probably going to be the places that will yield us. Right. Uh, you know, it'll be beneficial for us to go to these places, et cetera, you know, yes. and to like sit down and look at those. Instead of just being like, I want to play Boise, Idaho, because it sounds fun to go to Boise. Right. You know, I want to like, go to fucking Cleveland so I can be like, hello. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me get this <laughs> So, no, and that's that's a very real thing. Um, and that's that was that was important for sure was to make sure we, we strategically placed out these spots and uh, and made sure that they were somewhat beneficial because throwing a dart is one thing, but we also have connections in each one of these locations. Oh, nice. Whether it's artists that we've connected with and they've come play with us down in Des Moines or we've traveled and we've ventured out. out. And, like, the whole thing was thought, thought out and thought out budgeted, you know, uh, we're like, how, how can we do this? Yeah, we're trying to, you know, we got a couple sponsors that we're, are going to help us out. Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're doing a lot of a lot of crazy big moves in this one little thing, and hopefully, you know, it just pans out. The eggs in the basket, the 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 strategy that we're going to go at that we've already attempted a mini one. Now we'll just keep doing these these runs and keep doing our thing, you know, and eventually, you know, it's going to pan out. It's going to play out, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean. I mean, that just goes to show you, like, uh, I, you know, I'm in a band in, in Des Moines and it's, it's, we're recognized enough where when like touring bands come through, like you guys want to open for us. So like if you, if you're in a scene enough and you play enough shows and you show up and there people are exposed to your stuff, they're just gonna, they have no choice but to recognize that you're there, you know? And, that, yeah. That, you know, that's, that's the, that's the point. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, I love going to shows just for one to meet new people. You know what I mean? That's what I did when I was a kid, you know, just go to, go to shows to see who was else going to be there. Like, you know, I didn't have a cell phone. I just was like, I knew a show was going to be on. So I'm going to go to the show and see what's up. I meet all my friends there, probably. You know what I yep, mean? So yep. it's like, then I knew from there, it was like, well, I'm now at a business as aspect of it. It's like, I want to go to shows to meet new people, to introduce myself, introduce our brand, introduce our music, you know, and, and if we're not playing, even just to hang out. And then if we are playing, we get to show them and showcase that thing. And that beautiful yeah, thing that we have, you know, and, and then they can be like, wow, I did not expect that. Or like they've been there before and they'll be like, these boys are dope, you know, be ready for something. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool thing to have. And that's why live shows to me are super important, like have always been super important. Presentation is always super important, like all of that gotta have it like that like, yeah yeah definitely i mean networking is such such an important thing and, and whether or not you realize you're doing it like 
I, I'm not trying to be like, hey, but I recently spoke at a community college about that where it's just kind of like, you do it in your life anyways with your friends. Like you pick your friends based on who you enjoy hanging out with. You have similar interests. Like I want to do more of this and they do it as well. So I have someone else to do it with. And you just find that in like a professional sense in some fashion mm -hmm. or another. It's like, I like music. They like music. We play shows together sometimes. They're cool. I'll talk about them. They'll talk about me. Everybody wins, you right. know? It's, and it's word of mouth and word of mouth is the best marketing best it's, network it still is yeah it's I, you know because it, it's loyalty it's you know because it's like yeah it's like yeah. if i tell you something that i that i like you fuck with, then, yeah. you, then you'll be like wow you'll be 10 times more likely to be like well ethan says that this was a good thing i'm gonna check that right. i'm gonna check it out yeah you know because he wouldn't have told me that if he didn't really think it was good you know, and it's like that's how that loyalty to word of mouth is still the best advertisement, in my opinion. Like that is, that is the real thing, and it's how I use it. It's how I promote it. I love that. You know, it's like if you can just be genuine with someone and tell them exactly what's up, and show them something that they've never seen before. Hopefully, like it impacts their life that they'll never forget that one moment. Like when you showed them this, they'll be like, "Oh wow!" They'll hear a song and they'll be like, "Right back to that day you met or whatever." You know, like music has that power, and that's why it's just so cool you know yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I mean, it's it's just so cool that like i don't know it just all of, all of this stuff you guys are doing feels like it's it's a giant culmination it's all coming together and there's this giant like mountaintop that you guys are ascending at the like right now because i mean this yeah this, that is exactly what it is we are lifting if the once it gets down to uh the artwork you know we're literally we are lifting off the deuce block second avenue south right over here we are pulling that physical earth out of the ground and taking it to pretty much what los angeles and being like jump forever, off dude, you know we're, like that's kind of like what this this image is and we're just jumping off then we're taking the fucking earth with us like we're taking this ascending this plot of earth that's coming out of the ground that we've <laughs> pulled up you know and that's really what this whole thing is about and showing them that look look we're really doing this and trying to make it work at all ends and and you know sacrificing ourselves for this music you know it's crazy yeah. crazy amount of shit yeah i mean like i mean i do i want to say like after all the after all the reels and all the facebook clips and all the stories and all the instagram posts it's funny that word of mouth is still like the most powerful yeah. you know yeah, like isn't that definitely. isn't that why but you have to do the other you know right, you can't right. just not tell anyone for real you gotta, yeah you gotta, you gotta do, do it all both. but yeah jack of all hats nowadays i'm yeah. like i didn't even get into music to make videos or like reels or any of that i'm like I started playing guitar because I like playing guitar, and I was like, yeah, it's great. No, yeah, let me touch on that. Hold on, what? Let me, I just want to touch on what you just said. Can I finish what I was saying? Oh, <laughs> no, you just got excited and jumped at me. That's <laughs> uh, why I started playing guitar. It was I just really liked music, and it was influential. I didn't have any ambition of, uh, you know being in the real game or like a, a influencer thing or anything like that and i feel like nowadays you have to have all of the platforms be all over social media all over the reels like if you even want to think for a second that you're doing anything and you're not doing those basic of things that you can control get out of here you know what i mean yeah. you're, not, you're not doing you're not doing half enough because someone out there is doing even more than us you know what mm -hmm. i mean yep and that's a real thing and it's like i didn't even think about those things when i started doing music i just thought that I'd be playing guitar or rapping at a show, and one day some cool A&R dude was going to be walking in and be like, hey, you guys sounded great. You have a big crowd. Give you a record deal. You know? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I just this dream idea. And it's like, but now, now word of mouth, marketing, all of that Tyler stuff. 
That, that, all that James stuff. <laughs> all that James goodness. He's just been showing us all this good stuff. All right, here so, yeah, no. And he's absolutely right. And that was going back to that was a decision we had to make. You know what I mean? On a on a real note, that was a decision we had to make. Was back when we decided, like I was talking about, a, you know, a little bit while back, was about 2020. We had to decide. Okay, we didn't come up with these motives. We didn't come up knowing or thinking this is what it took to be. This is my career. This is my living. So we had to make a decision. No, neither of us wanted to be fucking influencers or cared too much about the social media realm. To be honest, if I didn't have to have social media, I fucking wouldn't have it. You know what I mean? But we had to make that decision and say, okay, well, word of mouth is the strongest and playing these shows is the impression we need to make to where we need to make it and where we want to make it. But if we want to make a living, then you need to be some some sort of an advertisement or influencer on this media realm. And if you don't have the hubs for them to come back to and purchase off of and have this enterprise that says, this is where you find us, this is where you get us, and this is where you want us, then we knew we weren't going to fucking have any likelihood of having a profitability in this, in this industry. So it was, it was, it was a decision we had to make. And we looked at each other and said, do we have this in us? Do we have what it takes? And are we willing to sacrifice what we thought this was going to be, everything we fell in love with and say, we have a whole new passion now, a whole new, a whole new realm that we have to take in to make this shit work. You know what I mean? He says, we sold out. Everything we thought we would be and what we stood for is definitely a sellout now, but that's just what it takes to make it. (laughs) Sold out or bought in? Bought in. Well, hey, you know what? I'm I'm, going to steal the tech line. We don't. We ain't gonna make. We ain't gonna go mainstream. We gonna make the mainstream go lay street. And I'm just gonna steal that tagline. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. We're taking the plateau off the fucking ground of the earth, like you said, and we're gonna lift that shit up. And that's lay street. That's what we're gonna give them. For I, sure. I do want to make the correction though. I think. I think the saying is, "I didn't sell out. They bought in." Yes. I think that's yes. what it's not. I bought it. They bought it. So they bought it. They bought right. in. They bought it. Because I'm the one selling, and they're buying. So yeah, absolutely. There we go. But yeah, there you go. So I mean, like, I wouldn't even call it selling out because I mean, there's so many people that are. I, I don't want to sound like hey, but like when I was first playing music, I was like. You know, I played in a cover band, but my dream was like not to cover music, and I was in high school, and I, I you know, I horrible at writing songs you can't just write a million songs when you're in high school unless you're like you know good at writing music and stuff but like i don't know i always wanted to be in like uh, a band that wrote original music and then i was and i was like i'm never gonna join a cover band and then it like and now i'm like absolutely loving being in a cover band so oh, i'm yeah. like i'm just like selling out underselling all my young values but like when i was younger i was just like def leopard sucks it's like def leopard it's, it's like no they don't they're awesome they sold yeah. a billion albums yeah like, fuck yeah dude. <laughs> dude has one hand and plays the drums like quit hating uh Totally. And and for me, it was like, I grew up in like this heavy punk scene here in Taj, where it was like, you know, play fast, boop cha beats and fucking scream and incorporate like metal into your fucking shit. And you had to be heavy, you know, and it had to be cool, whatever. Uh, and I grew up in, with like bands like, you know, Rancid. And then there's bands like Green Day who got like 86 from the Cali scene back in the day for selling out you know Mm -hmm. and i'm over here i'm like well if that's selling out like i'm trying to fucking do that you know i'm trying to make a bunch of fucking when they dropped dookie you know that was like a multi-million sold copy i think would it go gold in like a week or something like that back in the day or something it went it was huge back in 94 yeah we're gonna yell at people for selling out then like operation ivy should have just kept going and rancid should have never happened yeah like, exactly gonna, exactly yeah like, you know so at what point do you quit climbing this mountain that you guys are exactly. climbing to- <laughs> and i'm over here like i want to be as big as queen 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be, like, an arena fucking band, like, whatever we are. I'm trying to have a full, like, percussion, you know, full percussion fucking girls singing harmonies behind me as a fucking live band. Like, that would be the dream, you know? That would be pyrotechnics, you know? That's that's where I'm trying. That's, I don't care if that's selling out. That's what it is. Yeah, let's do it. Do pyrotechnics. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Dope, you know? That'd be awesome. All you need is a license and then just a uh, knowledge of science. Yeah, you know, right on. Unfortunately, the, I think the knowledge of science is probably the harder part, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not, le- he's, he's hard, but yeah, he's going to, hey, hold on one second. I got to go. I got to go. Do You're musicians. Timing shouldn't be tough. <laughs> yeah, right. Tyler's timing was fucking awful. He jumped over the couch and fell on top of me. Whatever. In the middle of a show, in the middle of a live show, Tyler would stop, try to go EQ something right when the pyro was about to go off and he would get blown up like Michael <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. Just gotta mix this quick. You'd be like, oh no, I gotta do. You'd be like, no, you'd be like, I gotta go fix something real quick, and then like forget that this is happening. Yeah, during a big live show. Yeah, you'd have to go out and fix the mixing and everything. You know, you'd feel like you have to handle it. I know you. You'd be like, they've got it all wrong, and then just run off the stage into a big flame. Right, right when the boom was about to happen. Yeah, it'd be intense. This has been a wild podcast so far, and I, I do want to say, like, I might as well just go with another crazy story here. So, like, uh, you mentioned Michael Jackson, the pyro thing. So he got, like, lit on fire doing, like, a Pepsi commercial. Yes. And then he sued Pepsi, and he won. Yes. And then Pepsi gave him a bunch of money, and he gave it to a children's hospital. And now it's 2022, and I'm like, that's an awesome, no, wait, that's a creepy story. Yeah. Like, it's just creepy all around. The whole thing is just weird now, like, in 2022 retrospect. They're but, funneling <laughs> money. Pepsi's been funneling money for the, for Pizza Gate. I don't even want to, yeah, yeah, it's Pizza <laughs> against pepsi gate pepsi gate uh, oh my gosh look out here we go <laughs> late street conspiracies <laughs> that's, that's gonna be the next real stories you guys are gonna have on the out that's gonna be a, a, a set of stories you guys put out while you guys are on the road like, late street conspiracies, street conspiracies. <laughs> yes <laughs> what's that guy's name he's like the <laughs> used to be the mayor of of uh a flavor town no he was, <laughs> he was the mayor mayor of uh Minnesota. Jesse Ventura. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be like, have him co host one of them. Late Street. <laughs> Late Street. Here, I'm here with Late Street Conspiracies. <laughs> Fucking have uh, George Thurgood playing in the background. Bad to the bone. Be bad as fuck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the only place you guys have even like promoted all this stuff. So it's not like you guys are just going like one stop shop. We're promoting it on Audible Farm. They're the be all end all. You guys went out and found other places and you told me about them and they sounded pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. So definitely. like you guys have been other places promoting this. You know, you're not, yeah. you know, in the last weeks you're leading up to this. Every, every space is, you know, everybody's getting their time to, to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we wanted to do that. So the, you know, we, we planned that, what was it, April, we were really going to do a lot of the marketing, a lot of the, the promoting and media side of this, because a lot of places and a lot of people don't really take that into consideration, I feel like. They don't reach out to the certain places that they should, even at the right time when they should. And so what we wanted to do was really, you know, strategize. We know we have our tour coming up. We know we have this video, Plug Knock, that we just released. Let's talk about all these things. And get all of this this buzz generating. Let's make this shit fucking buzz, and let's talk to everyone that we can and get get our name out there. Ethan Kane, James Tyler, Late Street, you know the trilogy, uh, the intersection, you know all of this out there so that everyone can see what's what's going on, what we're planning, what we're trying to do really with this whole thing, and uh, it's really been a blessing to all the people who who've come back and like said yeah come come to our show come to our podcast like mctv was super cool super cool guys uh had an awesome time uh 
super super professional man we went in there like whoa this is crazy felt like a news broadcasting room and then you know what we do with uh brad had enough nice enough had enough enough. yeah brad had enough Brandon, brandon brandon young okay uh and that was really cool too you know uh talking to him just about all of this stuff online having like a little video chat with him and his fans and his people and our fans and people then our fans you know they interacted and asked us a bunch of questions what some important questions that they they wanted to know about what we were doing and and just the where we stand on certain things and it's cool to have that type of interaction from our fans and be able to do that and then tomorrow you know we'll go out to the, the radio station here at uh 921 with Mason uh, for the regional rock hour and discuss with him, you know, what we got going on here and the, the plan of everything we got going on. Yeah, some new ideas, some new stuff, and hopefully we're going to release a little new song to get some tasteful circulation on the regular air here and get a Lay Street song on, you know, just whenever he does a regional rock hour, now he has a song from Late Street that, that will be able to be played. Yeah, yeah, that'll be able to play that's not only a, a hip-hop song, but it's also, you know, a tasteful... Uh, yeah, a little touch of Ethan. Song, yeah, it, yeah, song. you Don't know. Around the bush. It's, it's not. It's like a pop punk song. It's like a it's like a a grungy pop punk hip hop song. Yeah, yeah, it's tight. And you know, we're finally able to do all that and touch on all these things with all these different people, and that's really cool. And it's been, it's been a blessing to chat with everybody. And yeah, that's awesome. I, I do want to mention there are a lot of crossover listeners between the Regional Rock Hour and Audible Farm. That uh, this episode is coming out next next week. So like that. You guys were on the regional rock hour through the ma- last week through the, through, the, through the magic of yes. production and radio and uh, internet. Shit, podcasting. if you're not following Lay Street, follow Lay Street uh, everywhere, and you will be able to see and reach back on this uh, interview that we're talking about that's happening tomorrow, but will be happening last week, next week. So yeah, I mean, I also do want to say, like, while you got the mic there, it's really cool that I mean, like, obviously Mason's doing the regional rock hour. It's not the regional. Um, country hour even though he has played some country tunes it's not the regional hip-hop hour you know even though he has like you know dabbled a tiny bit into playing some of that kind of stuff but like just to keep it true to his form you're like i'm gonna make something specifically for your platform so my hometown people can hear me on the radio once a week what do you think yeah of that? yeah no and so and that's kind of absolutely what it was so last year we went on the regional rock hour for the first time as a hip-hop group mm-hmm. for that that platform we were able to kind of breach that surface yep. and uh and that was cool and he actually you know bent the rules and or bent the format and played a couple of hip-hop tracks on the regional Boom. rock hour right Love, so but but they didn't they didn't get continued for good reason it's not a regional rap hour it's not mm-hmm. a regional hip-hop hour country hour pop hour it's a rock hour mm-hmm. so you know, as as you've heard in this interview, Ethan Kane here, a man from a man from that area, we, we we've spent not only last year we were working on this hip hop shit, we were working on making sure that we could get to the point to where we're at now where we can record live instruments and be happy with the sound and the quality. And yeah, so we're 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 approaching regional rock hour with a song that fits the mold and and allows them to say late street late street fits your mold man if if that's what it needs to take to say they are relevant name who's doing something where we're all from and doing something for the community if it takes us making this song in this format then we are happy to oblige not only because it's where we come from and it's happily rooted within us Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's it's it, it, it just took us a while to get here. And now that we're here, we're happy to fucking do it for sure. Well, it's kind of awesome. Man. I mean, like you guys, like you said, you're you're into the whole like graffiti art thing. That's like almost just like, boom, this is my uh, audible graffiti now is, is on this radio station yes. for everyone to listen to. You know, yes. it's, yeah. it's just super cool. It's, it's no different than, I mean, I'm sticker guy. You guys like stickers. It's boom. I stuck my sticker on that. Boom. There it is. It's right there now it's for there. everybody. They can see it when they walk by. They can see it when they have the radio, hear it when they have the radios on. So there it is. Yeah, way dope, way dope. What do you got? What do you got left on your little uh, list there that you want to talk about? Did do we cover everything? Oh man, we did. I think we did a pretty good job here. I had a blast sitting down talking with you guys. We did. Yeah. I had a blast with you, Tyler, James, James, Tyler. What are you doing? What do you want to do to who? Fucking Audible Farm. Calm down, man. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my man Peter right here. Audible Farm Podcast. Thank you for having us, and thank you for everybody else who had us. You know, on this on this uh, physical promo run that we felt was important to do. Fucking once again, man, Audible Farmcast. You had me once, you had Lay Street, and you're about to have us again, I guarantee it. But, man, shout out. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thank you. I love it. Thank you guys very much. Ethan, you got one up on the way out? Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out my mom and, uh, you know, everyone who hang, everyone who loves Late Street and hangs out with Late Street, you know. Uh, definitely shout out Audible Farms and shout out Lefties. Uh, shout out, you know, like you said, 93 and Alive, uh, Snake Lucci. Uh, what Jesse? Jesse? Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know Jesse Strawstone. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the team that made this possible. Shout out to everybody. You know. Uh, shout out to you know. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. That's what it is. Ethan Kane. All right, James Tyler, Light Street. That interview was packed. That was tons of fun talking to those two. Oh my gosh, they've got so much stuff going on. New albums, new music videos in the works. They've got a tour coming up. They recently released uh, a new single. They not only that, but they they made a song that would fit into the regional rock hour, which is a rock radio show that's that plays local music for Iowa people. So if you're listening to this and you're uh, from Iowa and you got a rock song, toss it on there. But they're primarily a hip hop band, and they said, "Guess what? We can we can rock too." And they made a rock song, and it's killer. I I heard it uh, before. Actually, I got a little sneak peek of it before they even put it on the radio. But holy moly, yeah, they were right. Check out all their social medias for everything. I'm talking everything. Uh, if if you listen to this and you were like, "What was going on in this video?" There's there's got to be some fun stuff going on in this video. Well, I'll tell you what. Go to the Late Street social medias, especially their YouTube channel. Uh, they said they're going to be posting clips and and segments of this as well as possibly uh, a giant hunk of what uh, should be the whole video. I mean, I know they've got a, a bunch of the video. I've got a bunch of video. Uh, my video is on the Patreon channel, but theirs is just, I think they're just going to toss it out there for free. So check it out. Absolutely go to their social media pages. There's links down below to social media as well as James Tyler and Ethan Kane. Go check them out on tour. If you're listening from out of state, uh, absolutely go check them out on tour. Uh, those these guys are they're awesome they're tons of fun they're so much fun to hang out with as you can tell in this episode they get along really well and uh, it's hard not to laugh and smile and have a good time when you're around these guys it's so funny because they take their music so seriously but they just seem to be fun loving guys and uh, boy do they take the music seriously I mean they were talking about having a whiteboard with a schedule on it I saw it it's for real it's there there that's how dedicated they are they've got scheduled out dates for everything they want to do they did interviews on all sorts of different podcasts uh, some radio stations things like that for this upcoming 
tour for the release they're gonna have i mean they're these these are some busy busy people here and they're doing lots of work uh check them out like i said check them out on social media if you don't believe me they uh, they've got posts uh they post just enough where it's not invasive it's pretty awesome i don't know how they do it uh we talked about it in a year ago when i was talking with james tyler he sat down and did all the work to to research all this stuff to figure out like what what's the best time to post when uh for certain things and should i post uh, you're posting too many videos and not enough i mean he's figured it out he's he sits down and he's he tests through it and he's figured it out he looks at the analytics he knows what's going on uh i mean the dedication they have for for their music definitely shines through in other other places as as uh you know jack of all trades as we talked about in this and we talked about all sorts of crazy stuff in this episode uh like i said if you guys want the unedited version go check out their social medias they've got video they've got audio they've got it all they're going to be posting some clips uh it's going to be there so check it out otherwise you can go to the patreon channel check out the audible farm uh version of this for just one dollar a month and uh, we've got some video of this as well uh, unedited on the Audible Farm Patreon channel. I actually looked it up. I only edited like, I think a minute and twenty seconds off of this. So it's really there's like almost no editing, but uh, some of it, some of it's there. Some of it's just like uh, repeats and and uh, camera cuts and things like that that uh, we were doing in the middle of this one. Uh, yeah, I mean this one. This is a fun, fun episode. I had a great time. Like I said, check out all their social medias down below and uh, check them out on tour. Also, if you guys want to check out some Audible Farm stuff, there's Audible Farm links down below there. Links. The shop is always there. Audible Farm. Uh, shop.audiblefarm.com. That's where you'll find all the Audible Farm merch. Uh, with the limited edition Audible Farm shirts that are there. I'm running out of sizes. I recently sold a few. Uh, last week I sold a few of them. So there's only a f- like a handful left. I could probably, I, I don't know. They're in the other room. I'm not going to, I'm not going to count them and tell you go to the shop, check them out, see what we got for sizes. Uh, sizes are limited and what's there is what's there. So otherwise we got the audible farm classic shirts as well. I love seeing those out and about. I've sold a pile of those and I thank you guys very much for that. It's all always fun to see people wearing audible farm merch out at shows. Uh, sometimes people wear them when they're performing. That is also amazing. If you've got some audible farm pictures, post them online, tag us in them. Uh, let us see you wearing the merch. That's awesome stuff. That's really cool. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Otherwise the Patreon channel, I mentioned it a few times here. Uh, go to the Patreon channel, video versions of the podcast, $1 a month. Otherwise the audio versions are always free. The audio versions are free, and that's what you're listening to right now. So thank you guys very much for listening to the audio versions of the podcast. Uh, AudibleFarm.com. You can find all the Audible Farm goodies. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Check us out. Give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We have all sorts of stuff. All the details for socials and everything else is AudibleFarm.com. All right. I've got to say thanks once again to James Tyler, Ethan Kane. Holy moly. I had a great time sitting down talking with these guys. I mean, it was an absolute blast. Uh, I know you guys could tell in this episode. I mean, we were laughing and just just having a hoot. So, uh, yeah, good times, good times. Uh, good luck to those guys out on tour. Check out their new album when it comes out. Once again, go to all of their social medias for all that information. I'm out of here for this week, guys. We will check you next week. Should be back next week uh, with another guest. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't have another off week. But I've, I've scheduled some stuff out. I've had some. Now I'm gonna tie back into this i've had some really cool people messaging me about some really cool opportunities to interview some really really interesting people hopefully some of them uh come to fruition throughout the summer and uh yeah if you've got some 
I'll, the worst you can do is ask. I mean, you just go ahead and ask, and I'll see, we'll see what goes on. But uh, yeah, hit me up if you guys want to be on the podcast. I'd love to sit down and talk with you guys if we can make it happen. All right, I'm out. Peace.